You're listening to episode 16 of the Field Trip Teacher Podcast, running a full-time entrepreneur business from the road. On to the episode. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to leave normal and live your dream life? Farah from Mrs. Shipley's classroom and her husband, Kevin, a retired police officer, left normal to pursue their passions of becoming location independent and seeing the world. Travel along with your hosts as they share what it's like to be full-time traveling entrepreneurs while living their dream. On the Field Trip Teacher Podcast, you will get tips and strategies for your classroom, running an edupreneur empire, and hear about their journeys as they travel. Grab your favorite beverage and welcome to the show. Filtrippers, welcome back to the adventure. It has been a hot minute since I uploaded a podcast. Well, two weeks, but it seems like forever. I'm super excited to be back in the groove and back on schedule after a short break to spend some time with our family. For the past few weeks, we have been traveling with our three oldest granddaughters, and we decided we needed to give them our full attention. And as I will talk about later in the episode, there were some logistical issues with keeping up with our previous work schedule. But before we dive into all the details, let's take a minute to hear from one of our listeners. Here at the Field Trip Teacher Podcast, we love hearing from you. The DMs, emails, and reviews that you send us are one of the brightest spots in our day. We have received so many amazing messages from you where you share how it is your dream to work for yourself, travel, or just leave that job you're not happy in. We love to share a listener shout out each week, and this week's shout out is from Michelle. Michelle writes, absolutely love your podcast. I have been a longtime follower of Mrs. Shipley's Classroom and was so excited to hear that you had a podcast. I've just started my entrepreneurial journey, and I'm even more excited to hear your tips and strategies for keeping up with all that entails while traveling, as my partner and I are considering doing some traveling once the school year wraps up. And if all goes well, we will be full-time travelers. I'm excited to hear your advice about full-time traveling as well. I love that you share so openly and aren't afraid to be real when sharing your journey. Thank you for keeping it honest. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Michelle. Those type of reviews and the emails that we get from all of our listeners out there mean so much to us. And that is one of our goals here at the Field Trip Teacher Podcast is we try to keep it real. It's not going to be sugar-coated. It's not all rainbows and unicorns and sparkles all the time. So we really hope that that, that comes across when you listen to our podcast. So thank you so much, Michelle, for letting us know how much you appreciate that. Now, let's get into the content. This week's podcast is going to be very raw, and it is going to be very hard for me on some level to just absolutely let it all flow. And this week, we are going to be diving into what it's like to run an entrepreneur business from the road. And really, a lot of the things that I'm going to be talking about don't necessarily just apply to running an entrepreneur business. They really run. They really pr- apply to 
any business that you might be running online while traveling full time. And you don't necessarily have to be traveling full time for these things to apply to you. Maybe you are a teacher who is running an entrepreneur business online and you are going to be doing some traveling just during the summer months when you're off and you're still going to need to be able to work because let's face it, one, one of the things that a lot of times we forget is that if you walk away from your business, your business typically stops working for you. And it's great and wonderful to have things in place to have it run somewhat on its own, but there's really no way for us to completely walk away from it. So I'm going to be sharing you sharing with you some of the things that I have to take into consideration whenever we're traveling, and especially because we're traveling full-time, when we decide where we're going to stay, where we're going to go, and so forth. So um, I, I hope that these help you when you're making your travel plans, whether you're going to be traveling full-time or you're maybe just going to be traveling during your summer break, or if you're traveling over the holidays, whenever you might be traveling, these are some things that you're going to need to keep in mind. The first thing on my list to talk about is probably the most crucial part of running an online business, and that is being able to stay connected. Now, I know I have talked about this in a previous episode when I talked a little bit about how we stay connected with regard to our hotspots and our data plans. We actually currently have two different data plans. We have a plan with Verizon as well as a plan with AT&T. We have our phones with AT&T, and then I have my iPad Pro, which is cellular enabled with Verizon. We also carry an AT&T hotspot as well as Verizon hotspot. Now, you might be thinking, okay, Farah, you've got all these devices, you've got two different plans, why do you need two different plans? Well, there's a couple of reasons. The biggest reason is that no matter where we go, we tend to find that AT&T and Verizon, one or the other, is going to have good coverage. And when we're looking at being someplace remote, we have to make sure that we have at least some cell coverage wherever we go. That doesn't mean that we don't plan on visiting some places where even AT&T and Verizon won't be a great signal, but we will cross those bridges when we get there and we are starting to put some things in place to help with that. But the biggest thing is being able to stay connected. And these days, that's pretty easy to do as long as you have either devices that are cellular enabled or you have some sort of hotspot. But I will tell you that even if you don't have something like that, maybe you're not gonna be traveling full time so it doesn't seem cost effective to get some sort of hotspot or anything like that, there are plenty of places that you might be traveling that you can maybe jump into a coffee shop and get some work done in the morning or in the evening and you can use their Wi-Fi. So there's plenty of options available. But again, if you're not wanting to have to go sit in a coffee shop to get things done, then you're going to want to look into those cellular-enabled devices. Now, even with those cellular-enabled devices, you've got to make sure you've got enough data. Now, we are fortunate enough to have an AT&T hotspot that is on an old unlimited plan to where it truly is unlimited. I am not up to date on what the current plans are with regard to um, unlimited plans, but I do know that both AT&T and Verizon have unlimited plans. And even our phones are on those unlimited plans with AT&T. And then my iPad is a cellular enabled device. It is also on an unlimited plan because Verizon looks at my iPad Pro 
as just like my cell phone. So it's not considered a, a hotspot. So I actually have a plan that has or has my iPad Pro as the main device and it's treated just like a cell phone. So anything I do on that iPad, which is what I use primarily for my creation process, I actually get unlimited usage as far as data is concerned. Now we do have the Verizon hotspot that I can use and many people might be saying, well, why do you need the hotspot if you can do unlim unlimited data on your iPad? There are times when my husband needs to do something from his computer and he's needing additional hotspot or he's needing internet and maybe AT&T is not working. So we do carry that as a backup. Now our hotspot with Verizon only carries 15 gigabyte a month, but um, it has proved to be plenty when he needs to jump on there and maybe do some emails or some of our banking stuff. It has been perfectly fine. Now, anytime we want to do some Netflix streaming or anything like that, we typically use the AT&T hotspot. Now, even if you've got the data in place and you've got the devices, there are times where we might get somewhere where the cell signal is weak. For example, we're currently sitting in Lake Livingston State Park, and we are not getting a very good signal just based off of our devices. Now, I will say my iPad's getting a great signal, but our hotspots are not getting a very good signal. So we actually carry with us a WeBoost and a telescoping um, directional antenna that is on the back of the RV that when we get to a spot like that, we can actually telescope that up and get above the tree line. And what that does is it actually picks up a cell signal. It brings it in through a cable into a booster or a, an amplifier within the RV and it actually amplifies it and makes the signal a little stronger inside the RV. So that does help as well. But the biggest point I want to make is you've got to stay connected. So you've got to figure out what that's going to look like for you. Are you going to use Wi-Fi at coffee shops to get things done? Are you going to have other devices? And I will tell you there have been plenty of times that my cellular enabled iPad has been a lifesaver because again, I do pr pr primarily all of my creation process within my business and my marketing and, and all of my editing and video editing and podcast editing and all of that I do from my iPad. So having that cellular enabled iPad has been great. Now, the second thing I want to talk about is something that most people don't think about, especially if you're working full-time or, or, excuse me, traveling full-time, or even if you're traveling part-time, like during your summer break or during your holidays, and that's finding a place to work. I can tell you that over the last couple of weeks while we were um, traveling with our granddaughters, it was difficult to try to find a place to work. Now, there were some things that I just absolutely could not postpone or get out of while we had the granddaughters and that first time that I had to shoot some video for a project that I'm working on and it was due by a certain day and we needed to get all of the kids out of the RV so that I could have the RV to myself and that that was actually took some planning and it took some logistics that we needed to get in place and it all worked out fine but when you've got all of these people in a small small space and their stuff is taken over everywhere and you're used to being able to set your equipment up and bring it break it down very easily and you're having to crawl over stuff it was a little bit of a nightmare there at the beginning but really and truly that was one of the things that after that particular incident that was one of the things that I kind of stepped back and said okay what is the 
the most important thing here. And the most important thing was to spend time with our grandkids. And that was one of the reasons that we decided to postpone a few things like some Facebook Lives that um, we usually do every week. We just kind of took a couple weeks off from that. And also the podcast was because really and truly, we, it was hard to find a place to work. Now, that doesn't mean that that is always possible. Sometimes you just have to find a place to work. Now, I will tell you, we travel in our RV full time, but I have actually sat in the truck and gone outside in the truck and recorded a podcast. I've even gone outside and sat in the truck to do a conference call that I needed to do, and it worked out fine. I've even sat outside at the picnic table wherever we might be, or we have a small table we carry with us. I might set that up, and I've done some Facebook Lives and stuff with just the trees behind me. It's a beautiful background. So you can always find a place to work, and if you need that quiet space, then you might have to make some adjustments like tonight. So I needed to get this podcast recorded. My daughter has actually driven up from her college to stay with us here at Lake Livingston for a few days and visit. And I have two dogs, a husband and a college age daughter that are all in the main living area of the RV where I normally record my podcasts. And the crickets and wildlife outside are actually way too loud for me to go outside and record a podcast or even go sit in the truck to record the podcast. So here I am sitting in the front of the trailer on the bathroom floor recording this podcast for you because I just knew I could not go another week without getting this out to you. So it's all about finding that place that you can just get, you can get quiet, and sometimes that might mean the bathroom floor. But it's all good because it's all about being there for your audience and making sure sure that you bring them the content that they're used to getting from you. Now, the next thing that I want to talk about, which kind of I alluded to in the beginning and in that first tip was finding the time to work. Man, I know when we were traveling with the granddaughters, I typically, let's kind of back up a little bit. I typically have a schedule that has my day scheduled out and my husband's day is pretty much scheduled out. And I know what time I get up. I know what I get done first and then I get this done. And then there's time between it that we can go out and enjoy wherever we're traveling or the place that we're visiting. And then when I come in at night, there are certain tasks that I need to get done. And this is the way it is five days a week. I have set my schedule up on purpose to not have to work on Saturdays and Sundays. It doesn't mean that some things maybe don't get done during the week and they have to flow over to Saturday and Sunday, but I really don't want to have to work seven days a week. So I make sure that I get up a little earlier than usual and I get some things done and then we have our day to spend and go do and see and, and explore. And then at night when we come back in, I have some time to get some things done as well. I have the privilege of not having small children all the time, but I will tell you, when we had the grandkids, I have to give a huge shout out, number one, to all of those families that are traveling full time with small children. Man, I had forgotten just exactly how exhausting small children can be. And I'm sure if I was doing this 24-7, like I did back in the day when mine were younger, 
then I would still be exhausted, but it would be a different type of exhaustion. But also to all of you entrepreneurs, whether you're an edupreneur or just a, a, a boss mom or a boss dad that's trying to run a business, a full-time business from your you know home, whether you're on the road or not, when you have small children around, they want your attention. They need to be fed. They're dirty. They're fighting. There's all kinds of things that your attention gets pulled away from. And as much as I tried to stick to my schedule that I normally have, it just wasn't working. I even actually tried to get up a little earlier than I normally do so that I could get some things done before they woke up. And I went to bed at night with my um, iPad next to the bed, charged in so it would be, or plugged in so it would be completely charged in the morning. I would get up, I would step into the bathroom, I would wash my face, I would kind of wake up, I'd sneak down the stairs into the main living area where they were actually sleeping on the pullout couch. I would grab me something to drink and I would go back into the bedroom and I'd crawl back into the bed and I would open my my iPad and I would start working. And I think that they have sonic, supersonic ears because the minute they would hear my fingers hit that keyboard, one of them was busting through the door and ready for breakfast. So it didn't matter how much I tried. They were just absolutely demanding my time, which to be honest, they don't get to see us as often as we would like, even though we travel full time. We're not in the area where our grandchildren live all that often. We try to get back there as often as we can, but when they go a couple months without seeing their uh, Momo and Popo, they they want all your attention, and who can blame them? So I really had to step back and say, okay, I'm not finding time to work right now, but if this is going to be your everyday life, and I'm not talking about when those moments come up, like having my grandkids for 11 days, I'm talking about just everyday time and you're traveling, you've got to find some time to work. And hopefully you're in a situation where your spouse or significant other understands that, just like there were some things that I had to get done while we had them. And um, Popo was so super supportive. And he was like, let me have these three girls. We're going to go outside. We're going to go hike. We're going to go do something. And he took them away for about two hours so that I could get some video recorded and some, um, some other stuff done within the business. So that was great. And, you know, hopefully you've got that about supportive spouse that's going to help you out with that and sit down and talk about it beforehand so you can just make sure that you get the time you need to get some things done. But also, if this is a temporary travel, you need to make sure that you're not you try to get as much done before you leave so that you're not having to take all of your time while you're traveling. Now, if this is something you're doing full-time where, hey, this is my life, we travel full-time, so we need to find a schedule, I really have found that setting up a schedule to where you get certain things done during the day on every day of the week, um, well, Monday through Friday for me, but also batching. Now, I know you've probably heard that, but batching your work is phenomenal. That is one of the things that I'm really starting to get the groove in and I'm really trying to start doing more often is not recording, for example, a podcast the night before it's supposed to post. So I'm going to start trying to schedule out my time to where I am maybe recording five or six podcasts all in one day. And then the next day I'm doing, you know, five or six YouTube videos and and so forth. Things like my Facebook Lives, those are going to happen on the days. And I just 
just have to get those worked into the schedule, but also working on content or working on um my my project projects and and curriculum that I've got to put in my store those are the other things that need to get scheduled out and so I need to make sure that I stay on a schedule and so that's why I'm I really like having certain tasks that I need to get done every single day now the last thing I want to talk about kind of wraps all of it together and that is staying true to your why remember why you decided to do this in the first place whether it's why you decided to start your own business, why you decided to start your own business and travel. You've got to remember why you decided to do this. And I guarantee you that 90% of the people that I talked to started their own businesses and wanted to work for themselves so that they had more time with their families, more time to travel, more time to enjoy life. And often I find even myself getting into this habit of having tunnel vision to where all you do is work. There was a time this past year where I literally was waking up at 6.30 every morning. I was working until probably midnight at night. And then I would start it all over again. And that was seven days a week. I never got out from behind my device. And when I say device, I'm talking about my iPad or the video camera or the the microphone for the podcast. That's all I did every day. And I finally decided that once I realized that I was forgetting the why as to why we were doing this. I mean, we were traveling. We were going to these fabulous places. And I was maybe getting to enjoy them for a couple of hours the whole time we were there. And that was not working for me because the whole purpose of us doing what we're doing was to be able to enjoy traveling and seeing the places that we'd heard about as we grew up, but we hadn't gotten to see. So I, I you really have to remember your why. Don't let it completely take over your life. It's so easy for it to, but don't. If your why is so that you can spend more time with your family, then spend more time with your family. Find a schedule that is going to work for you, and then you can work that around to, to where you'll be able to still fulfill that dream you have of spending more time with your family, traveling, and just getting out from behind that nine-to-five job. Because let's face it, well, we all want to work for ourselves so that we can be the boss and we can make our own hours. And if all you do is sit behind a device and work, then you were better off working that nine to five job. There were so many times over the last couple months that I told my husband, man, I think I worked less when I was in the classroom. At least I could come home. And I, now let's be real, teachers bring work home for, for, you know, work home from the classroom. But I really and truly got to a point where I felt like I worked less and had less stress when I was in the classroom. So let that sink in a little bit if you are one of my teacher listeners. So whatever your why is, you can do this. If this is a dream of yours to have that full-time online business and work for yourself, travel, be completely mobile and independent, this is a dream that you can have. There's just some things that you need to keep in mind so that it doesn't completely take over your life. So you're going to want to make sure you get, you get connected and you've you know always got a way to get internet because if you're running an online business, that is a necessity. Make sure you find places to work. I would have never in a million years thought I would be sitting in the middle of my bathroom in an RV recording a podcast, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And make sure you set a schedule. Make sure you find that time to work by setting a schedule and then stick to it because often 
and and I've been guilty of this too, is I will set a schedule. I will say I'm going to work on this during this time and I don't. And then I just get backed up and then I get stressed and it just starts snowballing from there. So find time to work. And if you need to take a break, take a break because everything will be there when you come back. Now, when I say take a break, I don't mean take a break for months and months and months, but if you need to take a couple weeks off, take a couple weeks off. It's okay. And always remember your why. Never forget why you started this amazing journey. Thank you so much, Field Trippers, for listening in today. You can find today's show notes and any links mentioned today over at thefieldtripteacherpodcast.com. If you would like to connect with us on social media, you can find Mrs. Shipley's Classroom on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Those links will be in the show notes as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you get the latest episode delivered right to your device on your favorite podcast listening platform. We would love it if you would leave us a review over on iTunes. And if you have a topic you would like to hear on the podcast, drop us an email at hello at thefieldtriptteacherpodcast.com. Keep enjoying this field trip called life, and we will see you on the road. And that's a wrap on the latest episode of the Field Trip Teacher Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find today's show notes at thefieldtripteacherpodcast.com. If you haven't already rated and reviewed the show, be sure to jump over to iTunes and leave a review. Leaving a review helps other teacher creatives find the podcast. We love hearing from our listeners as well. So send us a note at hello at thefieldtripteacherpodcast.com. And until then, keep being educational rock stars, and we will see you on the road.